0: This podcast was recorded on the southern tip of Vancouver Island, the traditional territories of the Lekwungen peoples. We acknowledge and thank the Lekwungen people, also known as the Songhees and Esquimalt First Nations communities, for their stewardship, care, and leadership on these lands. Turn it on. Oh, hey. Thanks for finding me. What's up? My name is Brad Chaloner. You're in the right place at the right time. This is Coach's Calls, conversations, With the leaders of lacrosse. It's a brand new podcast. I'm super stoked that you're joining me on this adventure. So thank you for being here. This podcast will be for you if you want to get deeper into the coaching lessons and philosophies of some of lacrosse's greatest minds. Obviously, this game has given us world-class athletes like Jeff T, Dane Smith, Lyle Thompson, but who helps those guys be great? Who builds these winning teams? This will be the stories of those guys, the lifers I like to call them the ones who have played and battled through it all ups, downs, highs, lows, in-betweens. This is going to be their stories, team building, motivation, culture. Maybe you're a coach. Maybe you manage a team of people in an office or a job site. I hope this can be a place for you to find some useful takeaways and nuggets that you can take back to your teams and help take them to the next level. The sport of lacrosse has given us leaders with such unique perspectives on what it takes to be successful in sports and life, and this will be a platform for them here every Monday during the NLL season. So let's do this. Let's kick it off. One of the guys who inspired this podcast was Tracy Koleski. If you've ever seen him coach or heard him in an interview, he's a guy you want to run through a wall for. Absolutely an electric personality who oozes passion and knowledge of the game. And speaking with him prepping for NLL Games of the Week on TSN, I was like, this is a guy that needs... More time on a microphone. Needs to flesh out his thoughts. I want people to hear what comes out of the mind of of Tracy Koleski. You know, there's a legend that when he was picked up by the Calgary Roughnecks, he called then-captain Caleb Toth and said, I'm coming to town, and I want to be the captain. And I hope that paints the kind of picture of the guy that Tracy Koleski is. He's the head coach of the Panther City Lacrosse Club of the NLL. He won the Les Bartley NLL Head Coach of the Year Award, his first ever season as a head coach with the expansion team, Panther City Lacrosse Club. He followed that up with a 9-9 and sophomore season that awarded PCLC their first ever playoff appearance. Koleski is a member of the NLL Hall of Fame as a player, racking up 823 points during his 14-year career, two championships with Calgary, and today he's a full-time coach in the NLL and with his own Evolve lacrosse company, and is regarded as one of the best captains and leaders in the history of the league. Tracy was at home in Peterborough and we caught up just wrapping up another summer coaching the Peterborough Lakers in major series lacrosse
1: coaching Peterborough. I coach, uh, you know, the senior Lakers. So, uh, it's always an opportunity for me to improve upon my game and no different than the players, right? It's, it's an opportunity to continue to grow, um, work with some of the games best and, and figure out, you know, different tactics, different, you know, strategies. Um, I'm pretty blessed that I get an opportunity to work alongside, you know, Mike Hazen. Uh, Bobby Keese, who, uh, in my opinion, well, he is, is an unbelievable coach and a guy that he was my junior A coach, you know, and he was my coach when I when I was a player with uh, the Lakers and won some man cups. And now he's a colleague working alongside him. So, I, you know, great opportunity to learn from those guys. And of course, Paul Day is the general manager. So it, it's always fun.
0: What do you feel like you had to work on this summer for yourself? What are you trying to learn or, or work on after now two seasons as a head coach in the National Lacrosse League?
1: Well, well, certainly you can never, you can never get lots of days. Go on, on your approach with X's and O's, um, you know, great minds, uh, both like every, like obviously any coach that has a great mind and has a different philosophy or maybe has a different playbook. So, you know, from an X's and O's standpoint, it's always good to, you know, dive into try new things. Um, again, understand some of the things maybe other guys are doing. And again, that's not, that doesn't just stem from coaching staff. Right. Uh, had an awesome opportunity to work with Eli McLaughlin this year, who's had a ton of success with the Colorado Mammoth um, and as a lacrosse player. Um, so for me, it's, it's about learning from him, um, you know, his approach, um, some things that he may do that, that may be able to, we may be able to, you know, adopt and and bring into Panther city. And again, that's, that's always been my philosophy. Even when I was a player, it's, you can't be a, you know stuck in your own way you always have to grow in with with everybody else and it's not stealing ideas but it's about learning with your eyes and your ears as much as it is with anything right
0: can you flip that and then use that against him when you're playing against him in the nll
1: not really again and, that, and that's why these guys are, are are so good at what they do right and again it's the guys play summer ball we have film you know we we do we do sessions um, for me, it's it's more about, uh, again, we certainly scout players and scout teams and and so on and so forth, but it really, it's about what we're doing and making sure that that's priority number one when it comes to, you know, the check check box list or the checklist for us is is do the things that we need to do. certainly be aware of some of the things that these guys do. But players nowadays are so versatile and they understand that. um, and that's one of the things that we're trying to get across too to our young men in, in Panther city is you need to have some versatility in your game. You need to understand that people are watching you. And, you know, if guys don't know that will Malcolm loves to drive underneath uh, at this juncture, then, <laughs> then <laughs> they're in trouble. <laughs> then, then they're in trouble. But again, people know that, right. We know that, you know, the other teams are scouting against us and it's always about, again, finding the best version of yourself and, and continuing um, to, to build upon your, your skill set.
0: Right. There's no, there's no secrets. Like you mentioned, these guys are, they're on a national stage. They're in multiple leagues, playing with guys, playing against guys. So I guess, you know, I guess a big key is if you are Will Malcolm and you're driving underneath, you need to make sure that he's learning other aspects of the game and trying other things. So he's not going to be one dimensional.
1: For sure. And that, and that's a big part of what we're trying to do in, in Panther city. And um, you know, I attribute a lot of our success to to the fact that we have great players, obviously, but, but players who are coachable, right? Coachable in the sense that they're always looking to evolve their game, um, looking to to take that next step forward. So, um, and again, we have a young group, and and again, we've prided ourselves. I'm thankful that uh, and blessed that I have a you know an awesome defensive coach in Steve Toll, who has an idea about how to go about it. And and certainly, again, our job as a coach, it's not about just putting the best guys on the floor. It's about you know finding subtleties that that may improve a, a, a guy's game. Um, and similarly Kyle groundley on the offensive side um you know what are those nuances? what makes Dane Smith, Dane Smith what you know what makes Jesse King, Jesse King or or whatever right delby Uncle delby uncle it's you can go across the board and, and and try to um you know find those intangibles or find those things that make him that person um but it's about building upon that and 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 recognizing it a, but again then trying to, enforce it with our guys and 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 what are the the coachables i guess so to speak
0: so how do you get a guy like donville to the next level and show him things that may be missing in his game or things that he needs to improve on how do you instill those things into a guy who's learning without overwhelming him with information or hurting their confidence how do you get more out of a young up-and-coming player like that
1: well i think first and foremost uh it has to be internal right? If, if a player is, is he can't teach an old dog, new tricks, so to speak, you know what I mean? But if, if a player, and, and G, I'm glad he brought up JD, because I think that's where, you know, I look at it as it was, we're just scratching the surface with him. You know, I, I talked with him lots of times this summer, he's already contacted me and said, Hey, TK, can we get on a zoom call? Um, so that you can point out, you know, the things that I do well, um, and then also recognize the things that maybe I need to improve upon. So um, I, I think, that that has to come internally from the athlete um, and, and say, "Hey, I, I, I'm I'm willing to put myself on that ledge. I know that I'm I, I'm not the best version of myself. Um, how can we collectively work together so that we can do that?" And my approach has always been, "It's not me, you know what I mean. It's you. You know those. Let's let's walk through it. Let's communicate it. Here's some subtleties that I see, right? And and how do we how do again the the, the big." The big word I like to use is collectively. How can we collectively come to, um, you know, agreement as far as what what we want to do, right? And then set those expectations and and follow through with it.
0: So conversely, then, what about a player who may not know what they're doing wrong and maybe underperforming? How do you reach a guy like that?
1: It's a, it's the same approach, right? And and for us, it's uh, it's again, I always like to lead with. What are you doing good? What are you very good at, right? And and for the, and again, you have there has to be a certain level of being vulnerable in this conversation, right? And and you know, and having having athletes doesn't matter if you're 10 years old or if you're a pro, right? What are the things that you need to work at, right? And and collectively coming up with that list item, right? Or that item list of of what 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 those things are, and then my job then becomes. And again, I have a great staff with Bob Hamley and Jordan Cornville. Um, and I, I've already mentioned my assistant coaches, but um, the people that are working in the background that are assisting and putting together that video of, of, you know, again, maybe I'm not great at driving into the alley when I got pressure on my top side. Who Who's a, who's a player in our league that is real good at that? Let's find some clips. Let's look at his footwork. Let's look at um, where stick positioning is. Uh, further that what what are his teammates allowing doing so that you know he's able to have that success what are the goal calls um so really that's what I'm trying to get into is uh it's not about me it, but it's really about them understanding it um and and let's 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 collectively go at that and, and 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 build upon it
0: you ever run into stubborn players who you can instill something new you mentioned old dog teaching can't teach an old dog new tricks but are there players that you've run into that just they, they can't they can't figure it out and then what do you do with them
1: yeah sometimes and and again it's not that it's my way or the highway uh, I, I, I i i hate i've always hated that approach um but but certainly um we want guys that are willing to learn right and and uh not that not that you just say see you later it's it's how do we how do we get them into that philosophy of and again it's not my philosophy it's it's a it's a team first philosophy in which you know guys have input i want you to have input and if you if you're strictly just good at this that, and you're stuck there then <laughs> then so be it but how do we how do we make it inclusive then so that you're a part of what we're doing and then ultimately if if things don't work out the way <laughs> uh you know if it's just a, a complete pushback then we, we have to move on Right. I, I've always said um, some of my greatest coaching and the things that I love doing is coaching, but uh, was working with the Finnish National Group in a sense that there was no preconceived notion. Right. I, I love when there are, some guys do have preconceived notions. I want to utilize that for my benefit. Uh, but it was like, hey, if we're saying we need to run a backdoor off ball, uh, they ran it 10 out of 10 times. You know, sometimes uh, as athletes, you know, guys go off script, which again, that's why the guys are at our league is because <laughs> it's proven that they know what they're doing. Right. So you have to rely heavily on that. It's, it's a fine balance, Brad, but it's, uh, to answer your question, it's, it's, again, you try to get them to buy in no different than, uh, I guess any other coach would do.
0: You mentioned having guys that, that want to learn like Donville, and I, I imagine that plays into, you're drafting your high picks the last couple of years and Ryan Sheridan coming in, like what kind of questions are you asking young guys to figure out if they are those types of players that are asking questions and wanting to buy in and learn.
1: First and foremost, first and foremost, we always ask strengths, you know, what are your strengths? I want guys that understand why they're good. Right. And it's not everybody just putting the ball in the back of the net. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm good because of a, B and C. Um, and I love the fact that hammer, like the second question always out of his mouth anytime we're interviewing anybody is what do you need to work on right what do you need to work on and um if, if athletes have you know one or two things then it's like come on and you know like i i know that there's a thousand things that i every every facet of my coaching i continue needing it needs work right if i if i'm content where i am then i'm in a whole heap of trouble but you know the athletes that are willing to to say yeah. hey i need you know, multiple areas of improvement. Um, that's, that's what excites me. And again, from a, from a, as a coach, why wouldn't it? Cause that's, that's what I want to do. I want to dive deeper into it and I want to make sure that we're helping these guys, um, again, be the best versions of themselves.
0: How close do you get to your players on a like personal level?
1: Uh, I think like pretty, like really close. Like, and that's one of the things that I, I've prided ourselves on and, um, you know, like we follow up with our guys. We talk to guys during the summer. We have Zoom meetings. You know, uh, I'll go back to uh, Terry Sanderson, um, Chris Hall. You know, it, it was it's all about relationships. It, it you it has to be. You know, and um, I can I can just not care about them away from the rank, You know, and then okay, here we're at the rank boom, 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 and we'll get it done that's, that's good. Good. And maybe that's some people's approach. My approach is, you know, follow up. How's your summer going? You know, how's your wife doing? How's your young, your, your son doing? Um, I think that's, that's an important piece of, of being a coach and, and building those relationships and, um, not that I was blind to that. I think I, I knew the importance of it. I think that's why I was successful as a player, you know, CH knew about my family, you know, uh, uh, Terry Sanderson knew about my family, uh, Right. And, and they're asking those questions about that. So now I feel like they care genuinely about me and, and not that I feel, I knew they did. Right. So part of what I'm trying to do is, is a lot of that as well. And um, early the first part of building Panther city, um, that's, that's what we did. It was get to know each other, you know, reach out, have, have some conversations. Um, one of the best things that happened for me was, you know, first year getting, getting COVID uh, and, and being really stuck in a hotel room with Patrick Dodds, you know, we're <laughs> owing whatever, but, yeah. Yeah, be, but, but you know, he's got COVID as well. Right. But then it's like, we get to know each other. I get to know about his girlfriend, his parents, um, you know, his relationship with, you know, some of the guys on the Island that, you know, that I played against, played with, and, and really created a, a friendship. Right. And I, I think that at some, well, not at some you you need to be friends with all the guys that you play with. And, and coach with, and um, do I need to go and have beers with them? And are they going to be like in my, my close net of circles? Maybe, maybe not, but that, that's not a huge necessity. But again, it's important to me to get to know these guys and, and what makes them, uh, what
0: makes them tick. Right. Yeah. I remember from your, I think it was your hall of fame video or forever a roughneck, but they were talking about the Sunday dinners you would host in Calgary when you were there and guys like Andy McBride talking about how much that meant to them guys that were new to the league and just coming up and you've always preached about that family atmosphere. So yeah, you're checking in on guys, you're making sure those relationships are there. Is there anything else you're doing to instill the family feel with, with the group when you're not around? Like how does the rest of the team feel like a family when TK's in Peterborough during the summer?
1: Well, I I just got goosebumps because it's so vitally important for team success. Right. And, and I know that, the guys in our locker room with Panther city, they love one another. They, they, they care about uh, their teammates success as much as they do their own, but that didn't happen overnight. Right. it's no different than, you know, me reaching out. It's like, they have their own group chat. Um, sometimes, uh, we, uh, Tor and I want to, you know, we're, we we want to be a part of that group chat, but it's like, but they have their own, they have their own group chat, right. They're, they're checking in with one another. Um, um, they're they're uh you know squawking each other they're having fun with it um and we're so lucky now in today's day and age with you know social media Instagram you know uh, the the group ch- texts, group chats guys can stay connected and 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 we talk about that all the time it was like we had a year-end meeting we had individual meetings we had a team year-end meeting um we we have a group chat that somewhat went like an offensive group chat a defensive group chat that someone went quiet but we were still on there, right? We were still checking in on one another, and, and that to me shows you care, right? And and if 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 guys know that people care about them, then I think they're willing to do a little bit more than 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 maybe not, right? If the guys aren't checking in on them, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool because that's that's how our group operates, um, and uh, and I'm I'm glad that they do that, and it's we didn't hurt them to that. We, we did a little bit. We talked about the importance of relationships and and caring about one another and being a good teammate and, and all that stuff. That's, that's the bare minimum. The fact that they follow up on it and follow through on it and and take a genuine interest in in one another. Uh, that's, that's, that's the secret sauce. Right. And I think again, that the more guy we can even dive into that and guys, you know, being a little bit more reaching out to one another and, and sharing different things. That's, that's awesome right to yeah. me that's what the team's all about and I've always said it to people uh yeah we play for championships but you know I I remember looking across the dressing room and seeing uh, a teammate that I knew about knew everything about with blood on his knees and and he's landed on the line uh and and me giving him that high five or him looking back at me and giving me that high five that meant more than championships <laughs> you know what I mean that i laid it on the line for him and he laid it on the line for me and and more times not if you're doing things that way success will, will will surely follow
0: it's that brotherhood right like i guess the more you the more you get to know a teammate and and care about him and hear about the shit he's going through at home or the job he's having that he hates during the week like that must bring you closer together as well
1: oh 100 and uh yeah, it's it's every, it's every facet right it's like if you can just stay connected and 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 show that interest and the, the thing for me is you can tell when it's real and it's not you know um and and how that interaction and you know again our success relies heavily on on guys going to war for one another right and and not want to let their teammate down it's not about not letting TK down right. It's not about not letting, and not letting totally down. Trust me, and I'm hoping that that's part of their their being, right? Yeah. That they don't want to let us down. But it's it's more so about, again, it's cliche-ish, but don't let the guy to your left or your guy to your right down, right? Just do everything you possibly can, and and the good thing is, is as a coaching group, there's a checklist that comes with that, right? Like what 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 is that checklist, right? And again, we have team expectations. Right? and that can go from you know watching video uh, to checking in on your teammates to being in the gym, getting uh, getting good sleep, not being a, a shithead. You know what I mean, right? Being a good person, um, and and there's a list of check check uh, check marks that that go beside that. And if if you are willing to check check those boxes, then come game time. That's that's and then we put it in place. And are you going to make mistakes? Okay, one hundred percent. But if you're not doing that checklist, getting good sleep, preparing for a game, then then at the end of the day, are you are you, are yeah? Do we want you to be a part of it? Right. Are you invested in it? Um. And do you care? Right. So and and for the most part, we we have a group of men that that do that, which is for me most
0: important. How do you handle a loss?
1: Uh, that same approach.
0: Right. Go it, through the, go through the checklist and kind of figure out, okay, where did we, what went wrong this week? Are we, did we show up to, were we accountable to yeah, these and were, these? Were, were,
1: were we accountable to our principles? Right. And again, we can go through the X's and O's and the X's and O's is easy. You know, again, I got taller who, <laughs> you know, like. He knows to a step count where a guy needs to be, right? Gowns, like he's he, he's dialed in on the offensive side as well. We have a game plan, a tactical game plan. We can break that down and we can dissect that, you know, and how can we how can we be influential to, uh, as coaching group from our practice plan and all that to, to improve upon that? But again, more times than not, it, it, it goes back to the checklist, right? And, and some of it is away from the rink, um, but some of it is, again, on our, our approach right? Our mindset, uh, uh, you know, our willingness to compete, you know, the, 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 things that you can't see, you know what I mean? Uh, but, 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 are certainly a list items for us as far as what, what it, what it needs to, what needs to be in place for us to have success.
0: And I, and I guess part of that, part of that question too, about how to handle loss. I want to get into like, um, how hard are you on yourself after, After a loss, how much responsibility are you taking as a coach? And can you sleep that night after a loss? Some guys, you know, you don't want to even see them in the hallway after a game because, you know, a loss is going to affect them the rest of the week until next Saturday night rolls around. Just what's that personal toll like you on a, on a loss?
1: Hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. And right. But again, it's, then it's, I always, you have to look in the mirror and it was like, what, what could I have done better? Right. And and again, that's what I, I think feeds me to, to become a better version of myself. Right. So then I always have to do my checklist as well. Did we have did we have enough video? Did I reach out to guys enough about building relationships? You know, did did we like what are the list items that I need improvement on? And um I have to be accountable. Right. So uh and I'm always looking for championships and wins. Uh so yeah, and no, I, it's, what do I need to do better, right, and, and, and then it's like, I let, I let the team down, so it drives me bananas, that feeling of, of, of letting your team down, so then I have to go back, and, and, and do it all over again, and, and try to redeem myself, right, so, and, so then you got to put your best foot forward, and, and continue to build upon that list, and for me, it's, it's process-based, um, I have a list of things that I know that I, 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 I need to work on, and that, that list is ever-growing, right? Um, and it's something that, again, I can't get content in, in any aspect of my game. So a loss, I guess, not, not makes you question your your list, but it just, again, your commitment and, and what you what you need to do to be better, right? And that's how I was as a player. If you lost, it was like, well, I wasn't good enough, right? And it's not about this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. It's about what do I need to do better, right? So, and that, and that's how we're we're trying to instill it in our guys. And some guys can, uh, and, and some guys are different, right? Some guys can just, hey, it's a loss, and I got to move on. But, that, uh, but I still want it to sting, and I still want guys to look inward to what I need to do to be better, right? Uh, which, again, every personality is a little bit different. But I know for me, it's a loss. Things until <laughs> until Wednesday which is typically our Zoom night, you know? Um, and then I move forward and then again, that's the way we do our things is, you know, we play, uh, let's let's reflect, you have to reflect individually, collectively as a group, uh, reflect upon it. W- what are some of the clips or different things and nuances, the X's and all that we could have corrected, right? Wednesday, let's review that a little bit more, but now let's, let's shift gears and you have to move on and you have to move past it and you have to uh, accept it. And again, be better. That's ultimately uh, what it boils
0: down to. What if things snowball and you don't really have a chance to bounce back and let's say you've lost, you get in a little bit of a slump, you lost three or four in a row, how do you help the group deal with adversity and make sure the players aren't getting too hard on themselves if things aren't going right for a stretch?
1: What do we start first year at Panther City ever
0: yet? 5 I just looked this up so it's fresh. 0-4, 1-1, then lost another four, so 1-8 and to start.
1: You got to dive deeper into it, right? And and you got to continue to reinforce uh, the, the the things that are important, right? And and again, I I hate again the cliche of it, but stick to the process and, and dive deeper into it, right? And and be accountable and, and continue through it. And uh and and the good thing is collectively again I'm surrounded by some awesome across minds: Toller, uh, Jordan Cornfield, Bob Hamley, uh, Kyle Goundry, our, you know, my my business partner Kenny Watson is one of our scouts. He, he's a guy that you know checks in with me after games. We did this, good, bad, ugly, whatever. So you you have to, you always have to reflect, uh, of things that need improvement and things that that you need to <laughs> you need to work on. Um, but really, it's about again the process, uh, and and diving into the process and making sure that people are are relishing in that and and really cherishing it and, and diving deep into it
0: in the process change like does it ever get to a point where you're like oh man like the process i'm assuming is laid out before the season so does that ever change throughout the season like we just wait a second maybe we need to tailor this a little bit because we don't see it coming to fruition like we thought it would
1: certainly it does and it has to be and again we say all the time our our principle-based offense and defense it's a working document Right. It, it's it's not nothing setting Well, certain things are set in stone, you know, like work ethic and, and uh, you know, some of our tactical positioning and different things are are some things that that, that are non-negotiable. But I, I think at, at, at some point you have to you have to adapt, you have to change, you have to you have to, again, uh, figure out a way <laughs> to get through it. And and that, I think that's why, but again, that it's not me doing that. Right, hence the importance of relationships. Hence the importance of having um, an infrastructure or a locker room where guys know that it's it. We always got to learn, and I, I'm going to rely on uh, Callum Crawford's input as much as I'm going to rely on Matthew Goche's input, who's only got two years in the league. Right, but let's collectively put that in the blender as far as what we're seeing. I, I certainly have my perch and I can have my input and, and whatever, but that doesn't mean anything. Right. So co- collaboratively, let's come up with an approach. Uh, and, and sometimes that's on a weekly basis. You know, and against our opponent and, and, and so on and so forth. But ultimately it, it then falls upon the coaching staff to say, hey, this is this is what it is. Right. And 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 sometimes you have to be firm with it as a coach and sometimes you have to have a little bit of uh, wiggle room so to speak and um, there's a fine balance there um but again i'm I'm pretty blessed uh, to be surrounded by great coaches and great players who understand kind of our philosophy uh, as a group and that's and that's it's funny we have a zoom call next Wednesday with our group and I'm going to lean on some of these conversations that you and I are having, you know, seriously, to have to have some dialogue with our group about what it looks like and what, what's it going to look like if we go 0 and 5 or TK, don't say that. (laughs) No, but, uh, or, or even when you're winning, I guess some of the best coaching that that takes place is when you're winning and, 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 and you have a, uh, a negative meeting because of say like, we didn't do this right it's deodorant like you, you, we stunk we won but we're putting a freaking deodorant on we didn't wash it off we got it we got it come, but again that's back to you know everybody collectively finding the best version of themselves um and and again not necessarily looking at wins and losses as much as the process and, and sticking with it and and I don't want to sound keep repeating myself but a checklist.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And th- that checklist is year one was probably five check, check boxes. Year two was, it was probably eight to 12. Right. Year three. Now that we have uh, a foundation and a, a group of men that have been a part of it, that checklist is going to grow again. Right. And I think that's how ultimately you get to, to, to the, the top is, is
0: keep chasing. that. Yeah. Take care of your own, what you can control. And those are those things on the checklist. So those guys are held accountable. You're going to be able to hopefully achieve some success. First, you've got to be accountable to
1: yourself, right? And then be accountable to your teammates. And, and again, and yeah, have good people that, that care and, and don't want to let their teammates down. And we'll, uh, I'll go to war with that group any day of the week. And, uh,
0: One thing I've also heard you say in the past is, you know, you always were a guy who still do, it looks like, from what I've observed being at your shoot-arounds and being around your team a little bit, is, like, you always loved coming to the rink. And you can still see that enthusiasm. And, like, you guys have the most energetic shoot-arounds I've seen anywhere in the National Lacrosse Like, you bring out the music, you're running, Toller's running, um, you're all involved. Is that that by design, that sort of energetic um, enthusiasm that you keep around the group?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, no, but
0: I. Is that just you? That just comes naturally because that's just you I think the best advice I got
1: was, you know, with Hammer, and I was so nervous coming through to be a head coach, and the best advice that he gave me was, TK, be you. Right? And I, I, I bring energy because I'm thankful for the opportunity that's in front of me. Right? One of the things that we talk about as a group is uh, whether disclosing a whole bunch about our our team and our group but that's our sanctuary right that that's that's our locker at bare minimum you have to come and and you have to be contagious with your effort i mean contagious with your energy right i get that guys uh have jobs um maybe had a bad week whatever but when we get here uh our job is to 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 feed off one another and, and and to, again, embrace the opportunity that's in front of us. And, um, and again, you're allowed to be, uh, you're allowed to have an off day. I've had off days, right. But it it has to be. And again, that goes back to it's more than a game. It is right. For me, it's therapy, you know, me getting to be around my guys and um, how thankful I am for the opportunity and to be able to, to, to share this with them. And, that's 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 again. That means more than wins and losses than anything. As long as we collectively are, are 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 stirring that that soup, so to speak, right? It's uh. But yeah, I know I love it. I love it. The good thing is, is I know that Toy totally loves it, and the group of men that we want in our locker room, um, love that as well. And uh, yeah. If you if you're having a bad day, I'm here to pick you up. You know, or if I'm having a bad day, I know that, you know, Burtz is going to pick me up or Kapoor or, or any of the guys is going to pick me up. Right. Like, and that's, that's about back to that whole relationship thing. Guys care. Right. Guys want to be there. And, and guys are, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks. I, I want to go watch my son's A hockey game. You know, I missed, I missed <laughs> three quarters of his hockey, you know, being away. But I I'm here with you guys and that's that in itself means
0: something to me as well. One thing that that's unique about your situation too, is like, you're a, you're full timer. It's PCLC it's Evolving in the summer. it's, It's Peterborough. Like you are a year round coach. And you know, one of the, one of the only few that's doing that around the league, like when did you set that goal for yourself to go, you know what, I'm making lacrosse my career. And, and how did you go about doing that?
1: I don't know if it was a good decision or not. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? I, I was still playing in the league and uh, thankfully was, you know, able to make some money playing, but uh, you know, I started a lacrosse company and it was kind of life after lacrosse. And, um, you know, I think we know where the, where the game's at. You, know, you can't really survive off of one. So it, it was about, you know, how can I continue to do this as a full-time uh, gig? And, pretty blessed that, you know, we have an awesome lacrosse program with Evolve Lacrosse and we have travel teams and we aspire to, you know, put kids in NCAA schools and or pro and just, again, really, it's about, you know, teaching kids to be the best version of themselves, no different than it is at the pro level. Um, But it was just something that, again, I'm passionate about. I I love this game. I I go back to thinking how lucky I was to be coached by some pretty awesome people back when I was, you know, young with John Grant Sr. Um, I mentioned Keister. Um, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. I just, it's something that just not really fell into my lap, but something that I'm passionate about and something that I, uh, I genuinely care about and, um, it beats working, I guess.
0: Well, do you have that? Is it one of those things where it's like, Hey, I've never worked a day in my life because I'm a full-time coach doing what I love. Uh, A lot
1: you people say, it. like, TK don't work. I'm like holy, frick, I'll switch the spots any day of the week, but uh, no, it, it's uh, again. But I think that's the importance of you know stepping away from it and 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 hitting the reset button. Yeah, no, I love my job. I, I love I love evolve. I love uh, I love you know coaching the, in the NLL. I love coaching the summer ball. I, I coach the Finnish group, which I which I love um thankfully there's you know there's some opportunity there to make a little bit of money while doing uh each of those things um i probably need to step back at some point and and dive wholeheartedly you know into maybe a couple as opposed to, <laughs> to 10 things which my uh my boss always reminds me about hammer but um again i have a passion for this game i think of the opportunity that it's presented myself right and you know going going back to uh you know Playing NCAA fast, you know, and getting part of my education paid for, and then you know, being not having the opportunity to play 14 years of pro, um, represent my country, and um, you know, it's opened up a lot of doors to me. And, and for me, it's it's about you know, you know, helping helping that next gen, you know, and uh, that next generation of athletes of of wanting to achieve their goals, and um, they certainly learn some things from the X's and O in the tactical portion of it. But you know what are those intangibles that you can't you can't touch that that help elevate a, a you know person's career and um, that it's a passion of mine. I I, I love doing it. Um, ultimately, it's uh, uh, you know I want to see this game grow. I want to I want to be uh, you know seen as a pioneer of of you know growing this game and uh, taking it to the next step and it being on that that same level as all other professional sports. So. Um, it's been it's been fun and like i said I, I i love doing it
0: you think we're on the right track with with growing the game right now are you happy with with the trajectory that's from minor down to what the nll is doing right now are we in a good spot
1: uh i certainly love the fact that you know from that at that at the our level right now and you know our commissioner our new commissioner um, the the NOL and the digital footprint that's in place where people are able to go out and and look at um, you know our product and, and what it looks like because again there's no denying the fact that we have some incredible athletes that are playing in our league um, that are playing lacrosse. Um, I think you know the U.S. lacrosse and you know the, the credit to the guys that have started box lacrosse down there. Um, you know and again the PLL putting the game at the forefront. Um, and putting it on TV so it's accessible to fans. I think it's awesome, right? I think we are in a really good spot where, again, you're scrolling on your phone and maybe never seen lacrosse, and all of a sudden that clip comes on. You're like, wow, what's this? Uh, I think that's – there's commissioners – I don't know which commissioner said it, but it's the best hidden secret. I think
0: they've all said that.
1: Well, but now people are able to see it, right? It's accessible. Um, So I think that's that's first and foremost the thing that's going to help our game. Um, and again, we have some great people involved, uh, you know, and is there some struggles and some challenges, you know, with the, you know, the, some of the grassroots initiatives and provincial uh, 100%. But I think ultimately what needs to happen and not needs to happen um, collectively, I think we need to, we all need to work together um, and everybody needs to work together and everybody has a, a, you know, an idea of what what's best. And to answer your question, I think we're in a great spot. Um, I, 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 we have great people that are given back to our game yeah, It's it just, we just got to be a little bit more collaborative on, on every, on every approach. And, um, I'd like to see a little bit more inclusion and, and just everybody kind of working collaboratively is, uh, is what I like to see.
0: Do you encourage your players to coach in the summertime?
1: Uh, yeah, 100%, 100%. And, uh, you know we got uh, from from the pro guys and they they can't because a lot of the pro guys are still playing, um. But yeah, give back. You know, and we have you know some of our guys that are with Evolve that are NCAA guys come back and and work with our athletes, um, and you know share their knowledge. I think it's 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 critical, um, to, to give back. And you know I, I help out with Peterborough Meyer when I can, uh, and. Yeah, you, you just try to again grow the game, and how do how you go about doing that is, is share share your your knowledge and share share the information.
0: Yeah. We've all seen the uh, the kitty is awake speech from <laughs> what was that? That was game one, game, game one, one season, game one season one. Time to tell your story. Are you a big proponent of the pregame sort of soapbox speech? Is that something we get from you every game?
1: Uh, I try to I try to motivate the boys. I, I I think people but again, people know who I am. Right. And it's it, again back to Hammer telling me TKBU. Right. I, I've always prided myself on on, you know, whether it was you know, Dane Doby sitting as a rookie beside me in the locker in the locker room at, in the Calgary Rob next days, of getting his best version of himself. Right. It's like how do I how do I spark guys so that they get going, right? And how the how we can and again it's Self-esteem is for the team, but internally it's, I want, I want Calum Crawford to play his best game the next game. Right. So how do we, how do we go about that? Yeah. i like to motivate. I like to try to to spark the fellas and get going, but that's, that's who I was and that's who I am.
0: Did you respond to that from your coaches?
1: Yeah. I think probably why, maybe that's why it's part of my repertoire, I guess is I, you know, CH was unbelievable. You know, um, Terry Sanderson. Um, you know, guys. That, you know, like uh, Jack, Jack McGatrick, who was my college coach. Uh, it's a, and again, I, I know it's not for everybody, but it's but it's not really. I mean, again, I'm not kicking garbage cans, out, although last year I did kick one. <laughs> but in uh, in Colorado, that wasn't a pregame speech. <laughs> uh, uh, but again, I, I I'm, I'm 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 an emotional guy. Right. And I think guys know that like I wear my heart, my sleeve and um, I, I in order to, to be at our best, sometimes we have to be firing on all cylinders. And if I can, if I can try to bring that out for guys, then certainly I will. But uh, I'm I'm as excited to go out to war with these guys as, as they are. Right. And uh, that's how I put myself in the best spot possible. So hopefully I'm doing that to my guys.
0: Here's one for you. Do you believe in lacrosse gods?
1: I believe in karma. Um and, and yeah, lacrosse gods is tied into that. Um uh, I think if you do things the right way, um then, then good things happen. Right? And that's I think that's karma. It's lacrosse gods. It's again if if back to process. Do it, do it do it do it and and good things will happen. so uh, you can name whatever you want but karma lacrosse Gods I believe I believe in the process. I believe in doing things the right way uh, through hard work uh, you know through uh through a checklist that's been identified then then good things will happen.
0: Well I think that's a nice tidy place to end it tk yeah, um thanks
1: buddy i uh i drank like four cups of coffee yeah,
0: but <laughs>
1: you might have to slow it down a little bit <laughs> Andy, Andy, my uh my pr
0: guy he's always tk slow down. <laughs> no man we we like that energy about you don't uh don't change that but no seriously appreciate it tk we'll uh we'll see you week one in vancouver right
1: eh? yeah we'll see you week one right Appreciate all your hard work behind the scenes. It's uh it's pretty awesome. You're you're awesome at your job, so continue on, But
0: Appreciate you, TK. We'll talk soon. There it is, the inaugural coaches call with Tracy Kaluski. Conversations with the leaders of lacrosse. I'm going to do this every Monday, so if you have a guest suggestion or questions you want to hear answered by an NLL coach, find me on social media or email me coaches calls podcast at gmail. Com. Thank you so much for listening. Please like and subscribe wherever you're listening. Thanks again, and hope to see you on the road this season. Peace.